Roger, roger. Roger, roger. Welcome book, everybody, uh, to another episode to <laughs> of Roger Roger. <laughs> Charles, it is the Roger Roger Halloween Spooktacular. Ooh, the spooktacular. How could I not? Welcome, oh, yeah. everybody. It's We are, you know, Halloween weekend is rapidly oh, yeah. approaching here on the Roger Roger podcast. And, you know, Dirk, we've heard about TV shows that jump the shark. But what about horror movies that jump the earth? <laughs> Whoa, what are you talking about, Charles? I'm talking about you know, we, our own special way of celebrating Halloween this year. <laughs> we decided to watch a few movies, a few horror movies that uh, went to space. Yeah, oddly enough, there are like a pretty solid amount of these just on a simple Google search without cert, uh, without really diving in, we found four or five. And, and uh, we did not watch Alien, okay? No. Was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, no. <laughs> not good horror movies that yes. went to space. But um, something, so um, I'll, we'll get right into it. We watched Jason X, maybe <laughs> Jason 10, not sure. And we know that is the Friday the 13th series and mm -hmm. starts out in the 80s on a lake. And now they're in space. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the next one we watched was... Dracula 3000, mm -hmm. which is, you know, a spin on Bram Stoker's Dracula, but in space. <laughs> so, yeah, this is not like Alien, which is a horror sci-fi movie. This is uh, a couple of horror movies that have a sci-fi twinge to them, but almost have nothing to do with sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. These were sh movies that had no idea what to do, so they decided to go to space. And uh, we're going to talk about that as a theme in both of these movies, for sure. And they're both bad movies, for the record. <laughs> That's, yeah, uh, they're bad. Horrible. Uh, some worse than others, I'd say. I have my opinions. Mm -hmm. But uh, neither one really needs to be watched unless you're looking for like a bad horror movie that takes place in space. That would be the only reason you may watch these, these films. I would say... Well, we could talk. We'll give our recommend. I mean, I guess if you already gave a recommendation, I think if you're looking to rag on a movie with friends on around Halloween, I think these are both contenders. Jason X much more than Dracula Three Thousand, hmm. um, but it they're so short. You could just burn through these movies. So, oh, yeah, it's not that big of a commitment, and I think they're for you know eighty ninety percent of the movie they're funny enough to keep your attention, and it doesn't drag too much. But, um, yeah, I think, I think yeah. Jason X is like exactly an hour and a half, and Dracula mm -hmm. 2000 is like an hour and 20 minutes. So. Yeah, I don't even think it made feature length. It's, no. it's under oh, 90. Oh, this was not a feature. <laughs> this was no, I think straight it was TV, to right. DVD. Yeah, or straight to video. All right. Well, let's uh, jump into Jason X because it's a more popular franchise. Yes, and this yeah. one actually got a theatrical release as well. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. This is actually, you know, the 10th. Uh, Friday the 13th movie in the series, not that it followed any kind of canon or anything. I mean, maybe it does. I kind of feel like, see, I, I may have seen the first one at some point, but um, I, I listened, we, we watch a couple of horror YouTube channels, and mm -hmm. I believe there is a canon to the story. 
I believe as much started, as you can have yeah. for a no name. Well, Jason Voorhees, but yeah. a no faced guy that kills teenagers. Yeah, but I think he started out as just a murderer. Then it, like, kept going with that, and then he kind of got a backstory, and then he kind of got superpowers along yeah, the way. Yeah, I mean, he, like, goes to hell, and he fights Jason, yeah. and all these other things. Um, so, he's definitely, he's got, like, Wolverine regenerative uh, regenerative abilities now, so there we missed something along the nine movies, but you don't really need it. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Something so, we open up. Yeah. So we open up with Jason in a oh the Crystal Lake Research Facility, which I'm pretty sure is where the camp was. <laughs> so that's interesting. <laughs> I'll also all... say this is the only Friday the Thirteenth movie I've ever seen. Yeah. All I know about it is it's basically they're kind of pervy, oh, and we'll get to that. But yeah, it, it's like the less sophisticated version of Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. Uh, it's just a slasher, at least. Mm. And I think the first couple were decent, if I understand correctly. But now they just, they're like you said, they jumped the shark or jumped the spaceship. Yeah, and, for some um, reason it's one of those few properties that gets made over and over and over uh, like our good old uh, Freddy on Nightmare on Elm Street yep. and like Michael Myers Michael My- in Halloween. These are series that just get picked up like from that golden age of slasher movies. Right. It gets picked up and and brought back every couple of years to the point where they made 10 of these Jason movies. It's like, um, and there's got to be that. more. There, yeah, oh, yeah, there's more. Sure. There's more. I mean, they, they made Freddy vs. Jason that came out a few years after this and – yeah, and this yeah. is pretty old. I bet this is 10 this is or maybe 5 2001. This is 2001. Oh my. Yeah. It actually doesn't look bad for old. 2001. Well, it had a That's budget a of like 10 to $14 million. So it should no, it doesn't look like, like it had a budget of 10 <laughs> no, to $14 it million. Dollars, it does no. not. That was right, kind of so, shocked yeah. me. But uh, it was like a serious Somebody's theatrical release. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. It probably made a buttload of money. Well, the funny thing about it, according to like any kind of movie trivia site I've been on, they all kind of report the same thing that it was a box office flop, but it went on to like make tons of money in the DVD market. It makes so. sense. It's got a little bit of it's got a charm to it. And I bet these horror collectors had to have it in their collection. Oh yeah, it's a hard thing so. to pass up. And it that it kind of appealed to us as well when we were thinking of okay, horror movies that went to space that aren't good. Yeah. So not yeah, alien. You're not Jason. Yeah, <laughs> it's like right, Jason right, X seems like the perfect amount of campiness for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was it was ridiculous. So the basic <laughs> plot is we start at this research facility somehow on the lake. Uh, that the whole story started on. Um, they have Jason captured um, because they can't kill him. He just won't die. They've executed him a few times or tried to. Mm-hmm. And he escapes. Uh, a pretty good fight ensues right away. And then our main girl, the director of the facility maybe, right, tra- traps him in the cryo chamber where they were going to freeze him before some hubris messed them up mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she ends up getting stabbed through the the metal doors yeah <laughs> and frozen as well yes because the cryogenic uh stuff Device. um leaked Leaks. out of the chamber and froze everything in the room including her right. so 
perfectly. So I guess, you know, you don't really need that much technology. <laughs> no, you do not. So fast forward to the year 2455, and you have, uh, they get unfrozen by a bunch of explorers. Earth is uninhabitable, and uh, she gets picked Desolate. up by a crew. Yeah. And yeah, they're space. salvagers kind of deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what's interesting about when they get to space is that they take Jason with them and for then the it money, becomes for space. The money. Yeah, for the money. They're like, this was the craziest part. They talked to <laughs> David Cronenberg, of all people. Did you catch that? No. Yeah, the doctor in like the tube was like, is that Jason Voorhees? He killed people really? in the 80s. Famous serial killer. That yeah, was him? That's David Cronenberg. <laughs> that's funny. I know. I don't think I've ever like seen him. Me know? neither, but I was looking at the credits. I was like, David Cronenberg. And then I looked that's up the funny. trivia and sure enough, they were, you know, he was friends with the director or something and they like... Wow. Yeah, so... There were a couple of funny things in the credits because I've look. I remember one of our other episodes. I caught something funny, but this one had um, a couple of the songs were called I think Jason's Jam mm. and <laughs> something else very odd. I'll see if I can find it, but it made me laugh. Jason's Jam and Ten or X is the loneliest number, um. and I have no idea where <laughs> those were in the movie. <laughs> I, the, the songs did not have words, so who's to say? But that's right. ten, ten is the loneliest number. Okay, so at least someone was having fun when they made this. <laughs> I think they had, there were a couple of really not really funny, but like funny, like on it was meta at certain points where they wrote really lame lines that made me laugh. There were some scenes that were downright hilarious. Right. Um, but anyway, so we get onto the ship. Um, for the money, they reanimate our main girl, mm-hmm. and she's, you know, where's Jason? Oh, do you think he's alive? Uh, and he's like, no, he's dead. Don't worry. We're like dissecting him a little bit, trying to, you know, we're going to sell him to somebody. Apparently, mm-hmm. he's killed over 200 people in his nine movies before this. It's a pretty good count. Yeah, but it was just funny that the guy was like, oh, yeah, in the 80s, he was a serial killer. I'm like, you know, it's the yeah. year. 2,455 was like over 400 years ago. You just look it up. I mean, I guess, but who would care, you know? But anyway, so they're like, oh, profit. Um, And I guess also Jason is some kind of unstoppable force that can regenerate his body. Yeah, I said he's got Wolverine powers. He's he's like, I don't know, magic, cursed, something or other. Not only is there Wolverine powers, he can't be shot, he can't be can't be stopped. Well, he can be shot, but he just he can be walks killed it off. by being shot. Yeah, he shrugs right. it off absolutely, and yeah, he just goes around the ship killing people. For he's actually a got a really good look. I really like the Jason's. Now, are you talking before book. the nanotechnology or? Well, we didn't. We're not getting up to that. No, before <laughs> the nanotechnology. Uh, just his. He's got like some chains still on him because they like drilled them into his like bones. Mm-hmm. He, the mask. He's really big. It, I don't know. He's he actually looks really good. I think that was one of the better parts of the movie. Yeah. Well, that actor actually I think has played Jason Voorhees almost exclusively over the years. I don't think he did like the original. Um, Oh, wait, no. The 7, 8, Jason Goes to Hell, and 10. So he started with 8. Oh, he started with okay. 7, or 6 or 7. Okay. He's got a couple of under his belt. That's pretty Yeah, good. yeah. So he's the But the costume design Jason. is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the movie had 
some pretty nice sets. Uh, yeah, it the looks sets good. It was nice and bright. For 2001, some of the like the cheap CGI effects weren't horrible. I mean, they were right. passable um, for I the mean, time. I mean, it's kind of funny. You could tell it's like an early 2000 movie in the way it's just I presented. thought it was going to be later. Yeah, I th- actually thought it was a little later than that. No, you know, not 2001. So they, they did a decent job for a low-budget movie. But I will say, like, I always knew that Friday the 13th was a series where it was kind of like... Oh, kind of voyeuristic and pervy, but it's it, it takes it. I didn't realize just to like how uncomfortable it is when you watch it. Yeah. I, I, from my understanding, this one is one of the more tame ones when it comes to nudity and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it was still like the women were wearing these really bizarre it was so clothes, odd. and they went out of their way to show gratuitous nudity and really weird ways like there was this scientist kid that made his robot but like kind of made her for sex and it's very bizarre and then you have another student who's with the professor and they're into like kinky stuff it's it's weird and does nothing but you don't see anything and you only see something twice at the very end and then the robot who has like fake yeah. anatomical parts <laughs> yeah. that fall off, which right. is played for right. comedic effect, and it was actually kind of funny. But the effect was kind of um, neat, actually. It yeah, it a, wasn't bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, there a lot of like one of the scenes they were making out over the dead body, and it it, it was just padding for hey, we got to reach. Mm-hmm. An hour and a half, so we'll yeah. kill ten minutes along the course of the movie doing now, just. I gotta you know. ask you: Were you scared at any point during this movie? Of course not. No, it was hysterical. Yeah, this, this was a. I, I mean, it was funny, man. This the was effects a, a were kind of were kind of odd. Like the bread was. I mean, it's gory. It's it's the gory gore film that good. we've seen today, but yeah. it was very fake looking gore. I thought. Yeah. The um and the thing is overall you know when you watch one of these movies you kind of hope for really good kills. Mm-hmm. Um, there a lot of it was you know cheap, um, small budget stuff, one on one, slit the throat, push through a, a knife, stuff like that. Yeah, there were only like two really good ones. One in the very beginning where they must have used all of their prosthetics, <laughs> where. He dunks somebody's head in a oh, like, that liquid was a great nitrogen kill. and then smashes For it. For some shatters. reason, they had a sink, like a kitchen sink <laughs> full of liquid nitrogen just in the count, like exposed. And, yeah, just hanging out. And Jason just takes her head, dunks her in it, and then takes her out and smashes her head on the counter. It, it was awesome. And the whole yeah. head shatters, except right. for the back part he's holding on to. So it's and, pretty gnarly. And then one, somebody gets pushed onto like a drill, like a huge mining drill, and then actually spirals oh, yeah. and spins down oh, the body yeah. like a corkscrew. <laughs> and then somebody goes, man, he's screwed. Yeah, <laughs> and so he bad. Got me. So those two were pretty good. But the rest of them, I was hoping for more. Because if you're going to watch a, a crappy movie like this, you hope for more of that. Yeah, but, and it um, just keeps going and going. I mean, it gives you, lot, yeah. it peppers out the kills, so it's you never have to go too long without one mm-hmm. but like you said there's only a few and i mean this is the few good ones few jason good ones. movie and we're in flipping outer space at some yeah. point you just have to just fully embrace the outrageousness oh and of yeah it. and then they 
They did. They did a, hey, somebody's going to get sucked through a hole in the spaceship hull because of, you know, the vacuum. Yep, they don't even show it. They didn't even show it, man. That was so. I big. was so confused. And also the I was like, "Did I miss a scene?" Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Did I miss a scene?" Because lame. it shows her. No, what did she say? Oh, this sucks on so many levels. Yeah, and which is what she says. And then it just cuts to a yeah. few flaps of skin and a vent, and you're like, "Wait, did she get sucked through that? I, I didn't get to see it. It was cut through." So that was disappointing. Yeah. And, oh yeah. So they made them to get them all be like teenagers or something. They're all like interns on this salvage ship working mm-hmm. for the professor. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, that's how you got them to be kids or, yeah. you know, twenties or something. Right. Exactly. Super dumb. And they're all wearing like weird two thousands, like kind of revealing clothing. Yeah. That makes no sense for like, they're on a ship, a spaceship. <laughs> nobody's dressed appropriately like if you wanted to go that route i'm sure you could come up with like at least something that looks spacey and futuristic but it's not it's like like dawson's creek or something <laughs> it's so yeah. weird it's yeah really I, know, weird. I know it's presented in such like a bright clean way and then it's i don't know totally yeah. uh, i feel like this movie it did have that kind of over-the-top outrageous cheese but it didn't have nearly enough to justify what we were watching and uh i mean i i am not upset i wasn't painful i i've watched bad movies that are so bad you want to turn them off yeah this is just in the range of so bad it's good i enjoyed both of these movies i mean they're horrible I mean, not enjoyed, but like they're in, they're at the bottom range of, I would say, hey, if you're looking for a really lame Halloween movie, mm-hmm. you could check these out. And I mean, maybe not Dracula 3000 because it's like weirdly offensive. Yeah. But this one, this one, it's just, maybe it's just in that category. I wasn't, you know, I didn't hate my experience. I was like, this is good enough for an hour and a half, you know? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I would have enjoyed this movie more if it was way more violent and way more cheeseball. Oh, absolutely. I I agree. That's That's what I'm saying. Barely on the scale. Yeah, Yeah. I think because it didn't have that and and it still had this weird, like, perviness about it and Mm -hmm. the kills weren't that spectacular and it wasn't that creative kill wise it, it it falls into the not good category for me but the there i do want to say though that there are a few good i mean things it is about not it. good like, don't get i me like wrong. that they gave jason nanotech i thought that was funny <laughs> we didn't get to that yet yeah. we'll get to that soon all right so yeah there's some a bunch of weird stuff like a vr that can go anywhere and jason kills some vr characters while killing real people too um we got some horrible mm-hmm. music throughout the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like early 2000s. We can digitize everything. I swear yeah. it's just as good, but now we know it's not kind of thing. Right. Um. Yeah, low budget kills. Somebody gets skewered on a crane. That one was decent. Oh, <laughs> before we get to nanotech. So eventually they're trying to, because of course they're idiots and they could just, hey, let's lock ourselves in one room and Jason can't get us. Mm-hmm. They don't do that. They tried, <laughs> they send out the mercenaries to kill him. Everybody dies because they all split up and he picks them off one by one, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. And then eventually he kills our pilot and they're like 
a minute away from docking on the space station that has like an army on it that's going to save them. He kills the pilot and they just barrel through the entire <laughs> space station yeah. and kill maybe thousands of people. <laughs> it just explodes. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's very dumb. Oh my it's god. The, and and then, the fact you know, that he survives and is like flowing through space, yeah, it's pretty silly. Yeah. Um So yeah, then there's the um he wants his machete back, he hunts that down, his original one, because apparently that's like a thing. Um Yeah, it's funny, some, like he's about to kill someone and then he like pick puts down he kills the professor and he puts right. down the fancy blade and picks up the original knife and then kills him with it. I know, and then he turns Off around and goes, He just too. wanted his knife, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. So dumb. And then here's something that annoyed me. So mm-hmm. we just had a really stupid reason why the whole plan was ruined with the space station. Mm-hmm. So then they have another good idea to, hey, let's launch the shuttlecraft, get everybody on there and escape. So they set that up for like 10 minutes. And then one like stupid character starts freaking out and launches the ship with her, just her in it. And like the fuel line is still attached or something. So it just slams into the hull of the ship and explodes. <laughs> and it was just a waste of 10 minutes. I'm like, you can't do two really stupid, like plot extenders right back to back you, you got to come up with something a little yeah, more clever than that yeah yeah I, and that's true but you don't watch this for the plot let's be real here no but that was annoying like they should have just like had him try to kill more people instead of like yeah. set something up and then have it the payoff be like negative or not get even, even more ridiculous with it like i felt for the yeah. first mm-hmm. hour of this movie, they were just so restrained. It wasn't until we got to, like, the nanotech, and then when they were going from one ship to the other, and he was, like, in space, and then, you know, right. the, the whole VR thing, and he became, like, an, an asteroid. I, that was, like, that was hysterical. All that stuff was great, but it was way too late in the movie. <laughs> way too right. late. So, yeah, maybe we're half an hour left in the movie, mm-hmm. and the sex bot... Like is upgraded with ninja technology, kind of. Oh yeah, <laughs> kind of. dude. Her and she acting was. I mean, all the acting in this movie was yeah. horrible, except for maybe Jason, because yeah. he didn't have to speak. But, but when he, she he became menacing. like yeah. the Terminator, it was so bad. And that's another thing. So she goes on this like Kill Bill style rampage on Jason, mm-hmm. and there's like no music. It's really <laughs> jarring. But eventually, so she blows off his leg, his arm, blows off his head, and they're like, "Oh yay! Now we come up with a new plan to save the day. We're gonna detach the ship from the ship, and blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah." So he gets killed in the medical bay, and then the nanobots that they set this up before Mm -hmm. um can fix people so there wasn't enough what genetic material material, so the nanobots infuse in him and he becomes like jason terminator (laughs) he's a cyborg nanotech he's iron man before iron man (laughs) yeah it was it's intense um that was funny yeah it didn't look horrible but it was pretty lame it was not his original yeah it was all like this cheap foamy stuff that you could see Ben when he was walking. It was totally cheap. But I love the idea and I was okay with it. I was Yeah, no, I rolled with it. I was like, all right, now he's like, Yeah, you gotta just keep topping yourself Mm -hmm. and see how far you can go. And it didn't like the nanotech was a good a good step, but it wasn't enough and it was too late in the game. But I did like the nanotech and um 
I wanted to say before we got too far that so oh. there's the like the general guy, the leader of security the who sergeant, fights, who like puts on the suit and fights Nano Jason, right? Yeah. So that guy, he looks so familiar to me, so much so that I had to take on my phone, IMDb this movie, click the actor, go to his page. He had a role in Three Hundred. It's like no one really? kills a messenger, <laughs> and then he's what? like, yeah. <laughs> he's the wow, guy that got this I, is Sparta, and he got kicked off the, you know, when uh, That's Gerard insane. Butler kicks yeah. him, and he's like, this is Sparta, and kicks him in the well, yeah. Wow, what was his line? It was eye. like, it is dangerous to kill a messenger or something. Like that. It was, it's um, right. um, what does he say? Um, all I know is they do the uh, they used to do the this is Sparta techno remixes. Oh yeah, YouTube. so we, we've seen them get kicked over and a over million and over times, again. <laughs> <laughs> hundreds of times. Wow, yeah. what a nice eye. Yeah, yeah so he's the three hundred uh, um, messenger killed messenger. Yeah, killed messenger guy. <laughs> he's wow. credited as a messenger from the I guess the Persian army. Mm-hmm. And apparently wow. he was someone in Avatar too, the James Cameron movie. But oh, I don't know. Uh, we saw that together, actually. Horse clan leader, leader of the horse clan. Uh, maybe oh, maybe he was one of the uh, an, an avatar. Uh, yeah. yeah, the Navi. Navi, there you go. I know Avatar is the avatar, not the person. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. anyway, so yeah. Speaking of that, so he, uh, Jason, Cyborg Jason, like punches the head off the robot, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And she stays conscious, which is you know, a <laughs> little comical. Yeah. I thought they were they, they set themselves up for a very easy joke. Some of the effects were the so time. bad. He's literally oh, got yeah. his arm around her head and her head's in the corner of the frame. So you could tell she's just lying there with her body yeah. on the ground and they just cropped it off. It's like so bad. <laughs> I was like, this is embarrassing. Yep. So the, eventually they kick Jason out of the um, out of the ship. Which um, I said they should have done earlier. Just mm-hmm. throw his remains into space, but they never yeah. did it. Mm-hmm. So he punches through the hall. We mentioned the scene that had very little payoff, which kind of stunk. Mm-hmm. Um, then they, you know, more running around, avoiding Jason. Could you say and it then, sucked, by the way? Oh. <laughs> then uh, they do another one of these VR things. They hook. This and was probably so my favorite scene. It was hysterical. It made no sense because where did they get a perfect <laughs> schematic of the cabin from the original movie yeah. out of nowhere? Yeah, they. But pr- I don't pr- care. It's the year twenty four hundred. Like, but they, they don't have... know what this what it looks like. It's like a whole environment that's programmed to look just like. Yeah. So basically, that. they're trying to stall for yeah. time, and so their way to do that <laughs> was to put Jason in VR. In a cabin, and so he gets transported to a cabin in VR, and then there's these two girls. It's like, do you like uh, what was it? What was it? Do, do you, you like, like drinking? Casual and sex? No, premarital. Sex. Oh, premarital sex. We love yeah. premarital sex. Yeah, and then it cuts back to them like trying to figure it out. Well, and then no, it cuts no, back to Jason, and he's got the sleep. <laughs> he's got the sleeping bag, and he's just whamming it against the tree, and then into the other sleeping bag, like over it's and over. Genuinely hysterical. It's yeah. genuinely they, very funny. <laughs> they keep cutting back and forth, like you said, to the programmer, whoever he is, and they basically strip 
and go into these sleeping bags and kind of like want him to come over. Oh yeah. And and he just zips them up and I mean one before the tree he's actually hitting one sleeping bag on the other girl <laughs> yeah. in the sleeping bag. It's and it's just it's a comedy shot. They knew what they were doing. It's it, very but funny. It, it was actually fantastic. And I wish they did more of I was like where was this the whole movie? Yeah. This is what this movie needed to be from I the know, first 10 right. minutes. They had like this government conspiracy hubris thing like you're talking about in the beginning. It's right. like Hello. Like, There's let's... a whole stretch where they were killing off the mercenaries one by one. And and that went on for maybe a half an hour. Mm-hmm. And if you either ramped that up to a bunch of really good kills mm-hmm. or made it just ludicrously funny like this, not yeah. on purpose, but like campy, then this movie would actually be like, I would, hey, yeah. it's fun. Watch it. It's like but this it's not movie has campy moments, but it's not a campy it's movie. It's not consistent. Yeah, it's yeah not consistent. I wouldn't say the movie's campy, but I'd say there's campy moments in it. If the movie was fully campy, it may have saved it. But yeah. like, it's just misguided. And... Hey, I would say <laughs> but watch then also, this like, scene on YouTube So they get the VR. Yeah, that's worth watching. And he like, you know, is slamming the sleeping bag around. That effect <laughs> probably cost... Two dollars to make. It's literally it was a, pillows sleeping bag and a sleeping full bag full of pillows, yeah. and he just threw it around, like, and it was hilarious. And like then, Flint, not Flintstones. Like, oh yeah, Flintstones. You know where like Bam Bam picks yeah, up, like, yeah, something and something just swings heavy it back and, and, just and forth it around. Yeah, exactly it's like so, that. It's freaking yeah. So fun. And but so then he, you know, he gets bored of killing them, leaves VR, and then he gets <laughs> encountered by the three hundred messenger guy. And then they get pulled into space, and they create like a like a shooting well, star. That, no, not before that. No, no, you are you're missing, missing still something. Missing some crazy. Cra- yes, 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 yes. So he's on a spacewalk trying to open the doors so they can get to the ship that's coming to save them. There's mm-hmm. only three people left. He gets back inside. They have like a little scuffle. The two people, um, the uh, our main girl, and then the programmer guy get into the ship. The ship flies away, um, but they. There was, I don't know, maybe the reactor to the ship was going to explode or something. So Jason and the sergeant are fighting in the exploding ship. The ship explodes, and Jason is barreling towards our (laughs) heroes in space from the explosion of, like, a fusion reactor. He's still fine, and is headed towards the ship's window, and is going to kill them all. But then out of nowhere, like... The the sergeant comes from a totally different angle and decks... (laughs) Jason out of into orbit of Earth <laughs> 2 and they were both next to each other so I'd have no idea how the sergeant got like hundreds of yards maybe miles to the left it's crazy yeah and so, the sergeant's like got him like got his arms behind his back holding Jason in front of him yeah and then they started to enter the atmosphere like and the atmosphere shuttle. is just entering on Jason and it's like you could see like the flame coming off of Jason's body oh my god like almost like he's being just like a shield by yep. the messenger and uh, then oh, you just God, see a so couple funny. in a lake like oh look a shooting two, scar it's like let's make a wish and it's like let's go check it out <laughs> you know it's like yeah. and the thing is now the way that works is that shooting star they see it they don't even see it land they're like oh it landed in the lake that must be hundreds of miles yeah. oh, away. There's oh, yeah. nowhere near them. But that was so. And then yeah, you see. Stupid. Um, but you, I yeah. get it, though. The thing was like it's coming full circle of like, yeah. here's so, crazy oh teens making bad decisions in a horror movie. Right. You know, it's like. So is Jason alive? His mask, his cyborg mask fell off. Oh, yeah. But I, you know, I think we he don't survived. see his body. Oh, of we, course he does. I'm sure I there's another one of these. But yeah, it's it's left to be like, who knows? But he's yeah. a 
He's an unstoppable You don't force, see him land. Casey. You just see the Did the messenger mask. survive? That's what I want to know. Not a chance. <laughs> he a had chance. Jason as a shield, though. As a body shield, maybe he survived. Yeah, but even if, you, if you're if you falling from orbit, and even if you have, like, a, you know, a bouncy castle in front of you, you're not going to survive when you hit the ground. <laughs> He's dead. Jason, maybe it ripped off all of his cybernetics, and he landed in the lake and, and is going to reform into human monster jason or maybe like he just lost a couple layers of skin and he'll regenerate and walk around but now with nanotech well no nanotech i think that's why all you saw the remains was the mask the metal mask i think it burned it all off and he still Mm. is there oh interesting that's just my my guess fell off and he just so do now all of the jason friday the 13th movies all take place on Earth 2 in oh, the year? No. <laughs> the, I are mean, you sure? there's Freddy vs. Jason that came out a few years later, and that's just, you know, a totally different right. scenario. I don't know if they attempted to make, like, an 11th Friday the 13th movie that... Well, they could seamlessly just make them, because Earth 2 is just basically a replica of Earth, so yeah. he's just walking around like normal. They don't even have to address it's the year 2200 or whatever, 2400. It's right, just right. now they're on Earth again, and Jason is back to normal. It just happens to be another planet. So Maybe. yeah, that's that's Jason X. Um, bear, I say it's barely. No, on there was the Jason X, Freddy vs. Jason, and then a Friday the Thirteenth movie that came out in two thousand and nine, and I think that's the last one that was made. Wow. So they finally killed off. Overdue this. for a comeback. <laughs> I. Uh... It's been eleven years, twelve years. Yeah, but I think let him die for once. Give the guy a rest because they, you know, they just remade Halloween again, and the 2018 one was actually solid. I, I'm a huge fan of the original. Uh, 2018 was pretty solid. Now they just screwed it up again. Heard it was horrible, so disappointed. Just but, let him die. Come up with a new movie, man. It's an, it's easy to make a horror movie. Yeah. So basically, no one actually, attempted to not. follow up the cinematic universe of Halloween after Jason X. Friday the Thirteenth. You mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. And it was actually the 10th Friday the 13th movie to be made. Hey, there we go. There's Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th Part 2, Part 3, The Final Chapter, A New Beginning, the Jason Lives, chapter. The New Blood, Jason Takes Manhattan. That's a funny one. Uh, Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday, Jason X, Freddy vs. Jason, Friday the 13th, 2009. So there was a final chapter, a final Friday, but then there were more movies after both. So there you go. And what you going to do? Yeah. Well, once the uh, the copyright is going to lapse, they'll make another one, I'm sure. But who really cares? I guess they probably make enough on merch, Halloween masks and stuff to make it worth it to make a crappy movie every 10 years now. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. They'll reboot it eventually. They can't help themselves. Nope. It'd be nice. I'd see a new slasher movie or something like that, like a good one. Oh, if you guys haven't watched the original Halloween, go watch that. It's really good. I haven't seen it. I know. I told you to see it. I'm going to watch it like tomorrow. (laughs) We've been watching so many movies this week. All right. You want to jump into uh, Dracula 3000? Yeah. Let's go on to Dracula 3000. My, oh, my, oh, my. Um, Oh, geez, Louise. This, This one, I... I can't say watch it if 
you're looking for a bad movie in space that's funny. It did keep my attention, but I was kind of baffled and it, it just, there were some okay parts that were funny but it was it was insane it was like i was like oh my god they're saying this like is this like oh, this is horrible yeah, like it was well it I was think... and it, it kept my attention but for, not for the so bad it's funny reasons so, so yeah I, I the know. reason this came across our desks was we were looking for obviously horror movies that went to space but we were looking for more of like the b-movie experience or like the cheese right. experience something outrageous Jason X was an obvious choice, even though it's not really B movie, but it's inspired by the slashers. So it is a B movie. The fact it that they made ten of them and that this one was in space, we had to do it. Right. Dracula three thousand was one that came across our desk and and piqued my interest because it had Coolio in it. That's really yeah, the only reason. Paradise. Yeah, Gangsters Paradise, Coolio, the icon. And I'm like, what? what is he doing in this movie? This was like a straight-to-DVD movie, horrible reviews. And I think it was made for TV. I think it aired on TV, which is more baffling. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't particularly violent, but... No, but it was like... It was very... Really offensive. <laughs> but I, yeah. that's kind of like how a lot of these early 2000s crappy movies were. Yeah, this you know, was like I, I know, peak Hollywood before cancel culture. <laughs> like, yeah, like <laughs> Scary Movie tried to make fun of a lot of these type of things as like a meta thing, but mm. then they forgot about being meta and it just became more of the same thing. Yeah. But I mean, there were like a lot of... Um, you know, stoner jokes. There were a lot of, I mean, a lot of, it got really kind of rapey. It was uh, yeah. a lot, very offensive dialogue a yeah. lot of the time. It was and not bad. like for the plot, like sometimes, like, you know, we watched Dune recently and there was a very tense scene on the shuttle um, where the, uh, the Jessica was in danger. And that's, you know, you know that is it's very different than what like Dracula three thousand was doing. Yeah, there's a lot of differences between Dracula three thousand and Dune. Well, I know, um, but I'm just saying, like, if you're if something like that comes up, it's it has to be done like for tension and scary and mm -hmm. or like a what a war situation. But this is just gross, man. Yeah, this is gross. <laughs> but like. One of the most offensive things about it was it opens with like three minutes of opening credits. Like that was pretty oh my bad. God. And then and then a monologue. A by monologue the, was like oh Captain Van Helsing. Captain Van Helsing. The year is two thousand three hundred and something. Or, or no, it's like year. It's in the three thousand. Yeah. Yeah, it's the year three thousand. So about five hundred years, five hundred and fifty years after Jason X. Um, you have same universe probably probably you have uh <laughs> captain van helsing captain abraham van helsing and his crew uh he's got the bruiser the stoner the scientist the femme fatale and the the foxy intern right he's got them all and uh they discover a shipwreck out in space and they board it and another salvage operation. Yeah, another sal another salvage. Yeah, and then another trapped in the ship alien And style. another sex bot, too. And another sex bot, but that's a spoiler right there. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry, guys. So, <laughs> yeah, this whole movie, they discover that Dracula exists, and Dracula um, starts attacking members of the crew. Members of the crew start attacking each other, and that's that's the whole movie. Um, yeah, 
And it is interesting, to say the least. Like you said, some very interesting dialogue. To me, what was so crazy I know, we can't even talk movie. about Coolio's monologue, because I don't think there's anything oh, we can possibly are you, say. Are you talking about when he does the counting of the steps? <laughs> uh, no, uh, maybe, no. There was that one, but then there was one... Towards the end. <laughs> no, it was before. It was like right after he turned into a vampire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually wrote it, it down because do I his... couldn't believe what I wrote. Yeah, it had uh, to do with his alone time. Yes, yes, yes. I, we can't yes. even talk about so, it. So <laughs> I would say, like, first of all, obviously the acting was bad and the dialogue was bad. And it was, the, the camera would ridiculous. always like zoom up on someone's face and like cut their face off of the frame. So you'd see like I, see, I an was eye ask. and a yeah. nose and half of their mouth and they would talk and you're like, what is that? Do you that? think that's the version we watched that it was cropped weird? Because I don't think so. I think a lot of the other scenes were normally framed. No, I think that, that was, was intentionally shot that way that's, yeah, because that's I just think it was someone putting a camera way too close to people's faces for like no reason. Uh, yeah. So that was very, very bizarre. I wanted to say, though, I thought Coolio was doing a good job at the beginning, playing like the stoner character. Oh, my God. And then oh, he went wait, wait. way off the rails. <laughs> way I mean, if you're gonna... off the rails. That's. No. I mean, the acting is one of the things that ma- if you're going to make a case to say, hey, check out this movie if you're looking for a wild Halloween movie to make fun of with your friends or something like mm-hmm. The, the acting in this movie is one of... That's the main case. It's I mean, Coolio's nuts. <laughs> yeah, the acting is... You You only are watching this for Coolio. That's the yeah. only reason. Just to see, like, what was he thinking with all of this? And before we get into that, though, in the beginning, I just want to highlight some moments here as we work mm-hmm. our way through the plot. The first one was... Um, so... And there's this scene in the beginning. This just goes to show you how, like, bizarrely uncomfortable this movie is. Uh, they're exploring the wreckage, the wrecked ship for the first time. And they have their, like, space helmets on. And the guy's like, okay, you can go atmosphere or whatever. And yeah. so they take their helmets off. And the guy's pretending that he's asphyxiating. And the intern girl's checking on him. And he just grabs her and... Like it's starts bad. making out with her, and it's horrible. And then the, the so of course she's screaming, and the captain goes through the radio. He's like, "What's happening?" And then the dude is like, "We're just getting a little FaceTime." <laughs> it's like so bad. It's so. And then the captain's like, "Oh, well, cut it out." <laughs> and it's like, yeah. "What?" That's all we're gonna say about that. I mean, later on, he's like, "Anything, any more funny business like that, and you're off the team." But you're like, "Ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah." But then they, dis- and it, I mean, they make all the things like way too, and then he like the dialogue is so cringy too. Like they make him go like, "Hey, Daddy O," like yeah. it's not, yeah. it's bad. No, it's bad. But the, they they discover, um, so that they discover that there's all these valuable things on the ship, and they're debating if they should stick I around and just try the and ship. sell it or yeah, not. I- I think and, the ship itself is worth yeah, like the ship, 15 million credits. Yeah, or, so they're like, "Oh, great, we're rich." But then the intern girl was like, um. Let's get the hell out oh, of here. Oh, it's like what – it could be worth a billion credits, but it would be worth nothing if we're dead. I think we should just go. And then so our favorite bruiser character has my favorite non-offensive line in the movie, which is, oh, little rich girl talking again, huh? Your ass ain't never been hungry, <laughs> and we not going to pass up this kind of cheese. <laughs> Hey, he's, got, he's right. 15 million credits is a lot of credits. That's a lot of cheese. 
Yep. So she's freaking out um, just because of the atmosphere of the place. Oh, and it smells horrible. It's like yeah, and it keeps cutting to almost like um, the the old captain like of the ship, Metal Gear style, like we were ex- like radio diaries of yep. this captain, captain's logs. Yeah, yeah, captain's logs about how he's like I've sequestered myself in the ship. As the editing is so bad, it, it just cuts yeah. every which way and and zooms yeah. in on people's faces and shaky cams and like. Super bad. Yeah. We progressively learn through these cutaways and some of the stuff happening on the ship, but mostly cutaways, that there was an epidemic on the ship. We find out that they started out at the at Planet Transylvania or Transylvania Space Station, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one somehow Dracula got into space, or like the actual Dracula from he- Earth. The most he embarrassing gets... Dracula you've ever seen. Oh, in your life. we're not yeah, we're not even up to him yet. <laughs> But he is dressed like normal Count Dracula, but like in a costume that you got at Party City. It's bad. It's not Space Dracula. It's so bad. Yeah, like <laughs> if you really wanted to go like, okay, I'm going all out this Halloween. I'm going to be the most perfect Dracula ever. You could come up with something way better, way better. than this. Better. This was su- – like, it had this crazy floppy collar. And, of course, like a, like every other part of the movie looks like a classic alien-style space right. movie. Except he's got the classic Party City Dracula costume on. But it's on, so bad, it's and, not even a good one. They're treating him like he's the alien, an alien where he's sneaking around the ship. But he's got the cape and the collar. He looks crazy. It's, he it's looks like funny. a. It looks like a clip out of Sneak King, that Burger King video game. <laughs> he looks like the Sneak King with yeah. the collar. A lot of shaky cam with him running around. Yeah, it's like this is not. Yeah. This is horrible. But, so they're, but yeah, I will also say another show. great line when they realize there's vampires is, is like all that blood sucking stuff is some white people <laughs> shiz <laughs> which is like he's not wrong <laughs> no he's not I, I had to give him that one but that's not so, a good one yeah. So eventually the team finds a like a, a corpse that looks like it was drained of blood. It's all like it's leathery and it's not like a normal de- decomposed body and it has a bunch of like there are some okay interesting ideas going on here. They're like, what's that plus sign? I'm like, that's a crucifix. Oh, that God stuff? That was banned 200 years ago. And then they Oh, Jason X was like, back in the Microsoft Wars. And you're like, oh, barf. There was some other (laughs) stuff like that. They both had Star Trek jokes. Jason X said, like, can't you beam us up? And he's like, beam you up. And then in this movie, they were like, make it so. And I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. barf. (laughs) So so they go, it's like, wait, who's God? nobody <laughs> like they try to get like profound it's so, so bad yeah uh yeah and they're like oh i thought my, i think my uncle believed in god but i never met somebody i'm like that also doesn't make any sense <laughs> so uh, basically they look at this they're like oh what is up with all these crucifixes they're also not crucifixes they're crosses mm-hmm. there is a difference and they called them the wrong thing the entire <laughs> the entire movie so unfortunately the uh, coolio only thinks about finding weed so uh hydroplonic platinum yeah so (laughs) basically he goes uh, they want to move this dead body onto their ship so they could dispose of it in a um, like a traditional way and he goes hey captain I think we should pat down the body make sure they don't have any illegal substances literally any time he could talk about weed he does it's so so bad so then they go off the two um, 
black guys go off to look for weed. It's not great. No, it's horrible. Um, yep. Uh, my God. And when they're not doing that, they're trying to. They're like saying horrible things to the um, uh, women and the crew. So Mm. apparently, dope was legalized in 2950. Mm. So that was a, a little uh, oh lore. wow it took him long enough yeah. yeah also if you notice that there's Russian like communist flags all over yes the I did notice that I, why Dracula's a communist <laughs> <laughs> hello so odd. it makes no I feel like this like there's another movie out there that has this exact set and they didn't oh change it yeah anymore. the set was so embarrassingly cheap. Like, yeah. And there were only like two sets for the whole movie, so well. So I did a little research, and one it says I couldn't the find budget. anything on this movie. I found one source that says the budget was ten thousand dollars, and that seems way too low. This is, I would say, maybe fifty, because some of the sets, while bad, they weren't like. I mean, it could be ten if you're borrowing a set off of someone else. Yeah, so maybe, so maybe this. That's mo- just your Coolio movie, budget. <laughs> yeah, this this movie t- used. Uh, two sets, three sets from another movie that had to do with a Soviet submarine or something, mm-hmm. and complete because some of them didn't look horrible. It was just like hallways in a warehouse. I'm like, that's atmospheric enough. It's not really a set. Yeah, but like the like, costumes and props and stuff weren't that were bad. Okay, yeah. Like, so for if a it B movie, it was all 15... totally passable and doable. Yeah, it was. It just failed on acting, but, dialogue, cinematography, editing. Yeah, it's it just so many things just were out of place. So I, I think maybe they just spent no money on location and used that for other things. So maybe yeah, it was that low, but that was know, one source. A one critical source. thing happens in the plot. Coolio becomes a vampire. He is the first He's to the turn. He's the first to turn, and it is a big reveal. You know, I actually thought he looked kind of good, but his acting goes from... Like, what it go? It was kind of eccentric to start oh, wait, with, you and then something. went absolutely crazy. What did I miss between nothing how happening he turns, and Julio? No, how he turns into a vampire. He is searching a bunch of coffins, breaking yeah. them open with a co- looking crowbar, for weed. Looking for weed. <laughs> yeah. He's like, there's got to be something in one of these. This is how they used to smuggle yeah. drugs. And it's yeah. like, oh and my then god. The big guy goes, <laughs> "Screw you! I'm not doing this." And he keeps breaking him open eventually he opens up dracula's and they get into a scuffle and he gets bit and turns and right. like you said his acting is insane he and then he goes the into ring. this crazy dialogue rant because the the femme fatale points a gun on him and is like hold it right there coolio and then coolio goes into this thing and you're like oh Monologue. no yeah. i'll try and read it uh, we are a family friendly show here on the roger roger podcast so is this the one two three four this one, is right before that yeah yeah so okay. he goes um so this is, she's got the gun on him he's just turned Be into a vampire <laughs> can you say the e word <laughs> um so he goes did i ever tell you how many times i see you and want to no you can say this word, right? I guess. E-word. Oh, E-word, guys. Use your imagination. All over your bazankas. Or the times I stayed up late, high as a kite, in a non-gravitational atmosphere, while I stroked my anaconda and dreamed about your snow white. Oh, it- 
it would be offensive if it wasn't so pathetic. <laughs> it's really weird yeah. and sad. It's like I I feel bad for Coolio. He wrote Gangster's Paradise, and now look at him. When did Gangster's right. Paradise come out? I got late late nineties maybe. I mean, all he I guess he just wanted to do something for fun, or he spent all of his money because that song made a billion dollars, man. Oh yeah, he's cashing in on Gangster's Paradise to this day. Now see, yep. it says it. When was it released? The original. Anyway, so that was embarrassing. Oh, nineteen. 95 um uh, because it comes up with so many different things it comes with the movie the soundtrack to this to that um so anyway early 90s so like 10 years after before nine to ten years around then but then he says that crazy tirade and she goes um take one more step <clears throat> and i'll shoot and then he takes a step and goes one bet you got P word sweeter than a honey bun. <laughs> and then he takes another step and he goes, Two, when I'm through, I'm passing you through the crew. And then he takes another step and goes, Three, you might as well get on your knees. It's like so bad. It goes to five. Oh. It goes to five people. It just keeps yeah, it's going not... and going. And it's so embarrassing. And yeah. Like, this and this is. This is what I was talking about before. Like parts of the movie, like watching these actors act is is funny. You're like, what is going on? These people, the way they deliver lines, some of the cuts, like the shaky cam of Dracula zipping around. It's like you're like, this is funny. And then stuff like this happens once or twice, and then or some of the like the weed stuff. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my god! Yeah. It, like it so, keeps like, you engaged in the movie back. in like the worst like, possible way. <laughs> let's crazy. go look for weed, and then yeah. let me say the most. <laughs> horribly sexist offensive things i can think of and yeah. then there's another scene that made me go "Ooh!" was when you know that whole scene resolves itself and then coolio like reports to dracula and coolio gets on his knees and is like yes my master and you're like oh yeah, yeah I, I i don't think that's what they were going for, no though. but did you not think that when it happened? i immediate i immediately thought that and i was like you so guys should me. have redone this scene <laughs> that's uh, the I, thing like my mind immediately went yeah. there because dracula's I, white I, in this movie yeah well Coolio's very I, much I, not white so then right i call him his master and you're like oh, i don't ooh, think that's what they were going for i don't think they were no but both of us went there immediately yeah know? that's true because i mean that's what i mean in any like vampire movie that's the dialogue that happens and it just the way it was portrayed because there's so many other stereotypes in this movie it just came across really bad but i i have to say i i don't think it was like done with a horrible intent. I think the intent no, was, I think it, they were trying to make something cool and edgy. Yes, right. And that's right. The fact that they had no idea what cool and edgy meant, and none of them were capable of pulling it off. Yeah, it just failed completely. It's like like mm -hmm. if you ever met a socially awkward person and they just are trying to be funny and say something right. that could actually be considered offensive. You know that that's what this is. It's just an embarrassing person that you know. Trying to be funny <laughs> and, and they got a ten thousand dollars and made a movie. Miserably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So horrible, horrible. Yeah. And 
then it keeps like so and like, hold on wait wait yeah. for this scene so coolio as a vampire actually looks pretty decent he's yeah got really good eyes fangs he's his costume changes a little bit his i mean he's got that trademark you know hair where it yeah. kind of sticks out is very thin and long and he like bunched it together and put the bandana on it was a cool look but and then you cut to Dracula in like literally a twenty dollar like costume from pa- uh, Party City. It's got like the frills, you know, from like a puffy shirt right. type of deal. And they treat cloak. him like he's like, the alien, where the way he's yeah. like the show Shaky Cam and him running across a hallway doing like is, vampire speed. Yeah, it's embarrassing. <laughs> it, uh, so bad, and they but treat see it that so yeah. seriously. And the whole thing yeah, is there's, like, yeah, there's there's nothing. There's this whole about B plot this. of like, oh my gosh, like Van Helsing was a vampire hunter in the 1800s, and and then Van Helsing confronts Dracula, and it's like that had nothing to do with it. You have a much higher purpose uh, to be my dinner, and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, is th- that's this? another thing. There were some interesting name drops. You had Van Helsing, who was apparently somewhat. I'm maybe distantly related to the Van Helsing and yep. you have Dracula who knew both of them. Um, you have a ship called the D- Demeter, which was, you know, they like looked into the original. I mean, Orlock even the crew was members the name of... had names mm-hmm. relative Orlock to... is from, um, I believe, Nosferatu. Like they, somebody attempt, like somebody, I'm not sure if this is like, there was like one person that cared and then nobody else did. <laughs> oh, it was someone's passion project, but they just had no talent or social yeah, and skills it, at all. Well, that's another thing. Like a lot of these early 2000s movies had, like I said, Scary Movie tried to rip on this and it just actually became one eventually. Like there's a lot of this weird, awkward culture stuff was very prevalent in a lot of really bad movies of the time. And this is like the... The, like one of the worst examples I've ever seen of it. Right. You know, it's it's bad. And it the, the then like once Coolio becomes a vampire and they have that initial exchange, the movie just completely falls apart and unravels to the point where they just end it. Uh, that's the Well, no, don't get to the ending yet. Do not get to the ending yet. <laughs> I have a lot to say about that. But so then, you know, they're like fighting, they're running away, you know, kind of alien style. They actually end up killing uh, Coolio with a pu- uh, pool cue, which was kind of clever. They didn't know wood piercing the heart would kill somebody. Mm-hmm, I thought that mm-hmm. was actually decent. There's another weird subplot about the main character, I mean, girl being a robot narc. Oh, yeah. But before that, they take the uh, their actual ship and they crash they destroy it or something right like no i think dracula disengages it from the ship so they can't leave the- oh yeah they got hacked and they just yeeted it they, the in the yeah. jason x the girl panicked and drove it into the ship right so that's why they're that's, trapped that's, on the ship yeah. dracula booted their ship so now they're stuck on this dead ship right right um, right so that- oh and the yeah there was like a we talked about that pandemic thing right and the wheelchair scientist is afraid of being killed naturally so um Mm -hmm. but yeah then it gets revealed because there was a he was like my favorite character i think he was interesting i like coolio until he said those like he he dropped the p word and i was like okay uh that's as far as far as i can go coolio (laughs) like at first you're talking about your anaconda and bazankas and yeah Ugh, I, yeah, there was. I mean, there was a couple of other weird things. Like, I know my package is bigger than yours. I'm like, what? It comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, some exactly. of it is very yes. odd. But yeah, there was because Dracula confronts um, our second in command, this femme fatale, and then she just shows up in another scene and is like, knows all the exposition. 
She's like, oh, this is Dracula. He's in the ship. He wants to get you. He's from a thingy. Blah, blah, blah. They're all vampires. And it looked like he bit her. So we think that she is a vampire now. Right. Well, she doesn't have any him. bite marks, but they are like... How oh, that was also the- weird. She was like, why don't you take off all my clothes and yeah. check? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like for like, like a couple of minutes. Because when they said tie her up, I was like, oh, no. This movie yeah, it did, getting It weird. wasn't bad. Yeah, and then they tied her up, which wasn't bad. They like barely tried. And she's just lying on a couch with her arms across the couch. But then she's like, I'm not a vampire. I promise you can take off all my clothes. Then you have the benefit of seeing me naked and I can come out. I can like right. get untied. It's like, what? And it goes on for a while. A long and- time. Like she's really trying to convince him. He's like, I'm not falling for that baby doll. And, and to be fair, <laughs> this is where the captain and then the, the big guy actually like don't do the typical stupid horror movie thing. They're like, no. We're not going to believe you. I'm like, hey, okay, that is good job. true. That is true. Uh, but it was just she was very insistent, you know, that that no, they take her weird. clothes off, which is like super bizarre. Well, well, so we find out she's a robot narc who used to be a sex. And robot. I will say, when I went back to pull these quotes to type them out on my phone so I could read them, in the very beginning, she does like cite a lot of law. She's like, technically, we're not in this jurisdiction, but we could wow. do this rule and i was like you know what okay they actually tried <laughs> they set it up yeah that's what i'm saying like somebody one person cared and then Someone everybody else tried didn't. it wasn't just like an afterthought like oh make her a robot yeah. that, that that has sex it was like no like she actually was citing law at the very yeah. beginning of the movie just there was that one out person there, that was very upset credit. how this came out oh yeah who, well, that's my guess. That there was one person that was like, "Oh man, my name's on this." I should have looked in the credits if they had like a. Um, I forgot what the there's a, a lot of names people use like as aliases. Fake names. Yeah, or pen there, names. I mean, pen names, but specifically when you you're using it on purpose. Pseudonym. The production. Yeah, no, it's whatever name you want to call it. Yes, mm-hmm. all of those apply, but there's a specific one that I know it wasn't a director, but that directors use when they mm-hmm. don't want their name attached to a project. Mm-hmm. And it used to be like um, a, like a lot of – you can look up this director on IMDb and it has a bunch of horrible movies and it's not a real person. Right. It's what directors use. And I bet there were a bunch of those in the credits of people that were like, <laughs> I, have no, I don't want any part of this. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, ah, it's okay. I don't need the credit for the costuming yeah. here. So we got a lot of more running around. Like I said, this is a pretty quick movie. Uh, Dracula's arm gets cut off in a door. Um, they yeah, kill the that professor. Was he was a vampire. Uh, not the professor. Well, they kill oh, yeah, the main guy. The they kill Van Helsing. Van Helsing. I didn't think he would die. Yeah. Yeah. That, I was like, okay, that's fine with me. Like, so they killed Van Helsing. They opened a casket, and there's just another vampire in there, and they killed it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> well, that that was actually pretty cool. They stabbed him with a pool, her. Or her with a poor, uh, pool cue. Yeah. Then took the pool cue out to, I think, kill... Was it Coolio? No, it was no, Dracula. it was the captain. Coolio was already dead. Oh, it was the captain, right. And then since the other vampire doesn't have the wooden stake through the heart, she gets back up and then starts fighting again, and then they have to re-skewer her. Yeah. So that was actually, like, a little interesting. It was kind of an interesting And meanwhile, Dracula's just running around, not doing anything, being No, he's just spooking around. Eventually, yeah, he's, he's chasing the last two that are there. And, um... Well, they, so then they, like, see that the um, wheelchair scientist is just facing the wall, like, her head kind of sagging. Right. And 
then the robot just stabs him and he dies. It's like, how did you know he was a vampire? And she's like, I didn't. It's like, what? (laughs) And he was. He was. And then you see, there were a couple of interesting shots too. Like the, they walk into the the old captain's office and it's got crosses everywhere. It's kind of like creepy. And then she kills that guy. And the professor was working on getting the distress signal back up or getting the ship in flyable condition, something like that. And I think he was working on it. And so now we're at the very end of the movie where we have two people left. It is the sex bot and the big guy. Yeah. And, and Dracula's sh- coming at them and yeah. they close the door on his arm and then they just close it completely and his arm falls off. Very bizarre. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then I- he says something like, how many times have I told you to close the door, to check the door? Or like yeah, something. something like that that like made no sense. Like that was embarrassing too. Did they? I don't remember. It, it's not in my notes. Did they uh, kill Dracula? Well, here's what happens. Well, hold on. Yeah, don't. Yeah, this hold on. is the sequence. Here's how it plays. They close the door on Dracula's arm. Right. They. Um, oh, it was. I hear. I found it in my notes. I told you once, and if I told you once, I told you twice. Put out the don't disturb sign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense. They ran into a room and barely closed the door in time. And he's like, if I yeah. told you once, I told you twice. It's like, what are you talking? What is this? Yep. These platitudes make no sense. And so he goes on to say that. And then they're sitting there and they're like, oh, boy, this sucks. And then the girl goes, you know, I wasn't always a police bot. And then immediately I was like, oh, my God, she's going to be a sex bot. <laughs> I, instantly. And then he, she's like, have you ever heard of the sex bots of whatever? And he starts right. crying. He's like, I could never afford them. <laughs> and, so and then it's weird. like, well, you're at the end of your life. So let's do well, this. Well, they don't know. that. Hold on. They don't know that. They're just trapped in the room with. Well, that's floating. what she says. Right. She says you're. I know. I'm just saying for the listeners. Yeah, but that's what she says. And then so he goes something like, you don't have to tell me twice. Let's go. And then throws her over his shoulders and they walk off the frame. And then it goes to a cut of the captain's log where it's like we knew it was best just to um, hang out here. And then it cuts to an explosion. The ship just blows up. And then it ends. Rolls credits. (laughs) It was, was like, unbelievable. Exploded. They were heading towards the sun. Like, what explosion? Oh, that's something. Yeah, they were heading towards the sun to open the windows and fry. Yeah, they up. set a course to the sun so that they... Because okay. they found you, out in the logs that yeah. vampires don't like sunlight. Because the ship had vampire logs. It did. Okay, but you guys have to understand how jarring this was. So basically, he, like he said, throws him over the shoulder... It cuts to the the freaking captain saying we oh, something about we knew it was right and we had to stop the ship from reaching Earth and then it just explodes. It cuts yeah. to space and then rolls nowhere. credits like freeze yeah. frame on the explosion and roll credits within seconds. Within like, seconds, this happens. This happens within the span of like five seconds. Well, it would and constantly was, was, cut to scenes that were like two seconds baffled. long and cut back. It was very. It's a very baffling movie yeah. the whole time. Very, but so, very confusing. Like, just to break this down, so let's say the captain rigged the ship to explode in Maybe 50 years ago. Maybe they just drove ago. it into the sun. But they they didn't. We didn't see the sun. The ship just exploded. Yeah. And the captain said, we knew what was best. We had to stop the ship from reaching Earth. 
Okay, but that was 50 years ago. Why was the delay on the explosion literally 50 years? Is that what they and meant by that? I don't think so. I, I That's the only possible thing that I could figure I out. I think Because why would just, the ship explode? I think they just blew up the ship. Either they drove it into the sun or they, they didn't made it drive explode. Into the sun. I don't think they it was were still a bomb 12 hours that away went from off the sun. 100 years later or however long it was. Um, but that's what that's what the dialogue says. I thought the they dialogue was bone. just saying it was better. We were better off like not going back to contain the evil that's here. Like I, I, but I don't I wasn't think really so. Pandemic. I was just happy it was over. <laughs> I, no, I'm. I I, re, I watched that part twice because it it's, it makes no sense. <laughs> you like it we just, the that. Ship just explodes. <laughs> the ship literally just explodes while the captain's going. We had to. St- we knew what was best. We had to stop this. Well, and then it doesn't explode for fifty years. Maybe they have to turn the power back on. I have no idea, and it is insane. It was insane, and that brings us to the end of Dracula three thousand. <sighs> And now that we're at the end and we're already over time, I'll just say this, Derek. Uh, which one was best of the worst? I, I mean, which one did you like better? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get uh, cease and desist it, Charles. Yeah, Red Letter Media sends us a cease uh, they, and desist, I'd frame it. <laughs> that's true. If they could sign it, too, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so it's definitely Jason X. Oh, Absolutely. Like I said, it would be an like Dracula three thousand would be um would be offensive if it wasn't so pathetic. That's basically my review okay. <laughs> of the movie. And uh and, yeah. That's it. My I think my review for both is Jason X is just barely in the so bad it's funny realm. If you're looking for something that's ho- around Halloween to make fun of with your friends, and you like space, and you never seen something this crazy, it's just there. It's very short. I give it a watch it, but there's better things that you could watch if you're looking for that experience. Dracula 3000 does not meet that criteria. No. It it. But the thing is, it is so crazy and insane and cringy. Um, if you're looking for something that will literally baffle you check it out but it's not it doesn't make that so it doesn't make the so bad it's funny category right. but it is to engaging and to remember baffling and crazy like how out how a like a pre-cancel culture movie it existed <laughs> it's interesting to see yes it was straight yeah. to video so it wasn't like or tv or whatever so it wasn't mm-hmm. like a, a real movie but Still, it happened. But yeah, it's and it's it had something Julio that, in it, yeah. like a pretty famous guy by this point. So, if you're interested in like that type, I mean, it's it's crazy. I've if never seen it. If you're a Julio like fan, it. you should definitely. Oh, watch then it. you got to watch it. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're generic, you know, handsome <laughs> lead who dies halfway through, fan, yeah. go for that. But yeah, it's a it's a wacky one. But uh, I have to say, I didn't hate my experience. You know, speaking of red letter media, they go through a lot of movies, yeah. and they're like they torture themselves bored. sometimes. Right. Yeah. I didn't feel tortured. I was engaged enough and laughed enough at both that I. Um, I wouldn't. I I enjoyed my experience. I didn't enjoy the movies, but I I wasn't upset. I wasn't like, oh my god, you know. So there's something. That's something. I guess. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you feel painful? Was it painful for you at any point? Not painful. At points, it was just boring. But I mean, thankfully, they were. Both I, short. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't bored too much. There were a couple of scenes in. 
uh, Dracula that just stretched out because they were blabbing. I was bored in the middle of Jason X from the mm-hmm. antifreeze kill to the virtual reality scene. All of that, which is basically the whole movie, was boring. There was enough in it to keep me from being bored, but I was thinking that... Uh, this think movie was so up. shocking and low budget. I was like totally out yeah. of it. But they're both short and... For B-Har movie schlock, we got exactly what we were looking for. So, at the end yeah, of the day, for that, buddy, we picked winners. Halloween magic Ooh. achieved. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone have a happy Halloween have a, weekend. Have a spooky Halloween. Very spooky. Be safe out there. Um, don't get trapped in a spaceship with Jason or Dracula. Or Coolio, <laughs> and, and uh, especially not Coolio. Is actually. the scariest of all. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you all for listening. Oh wait, there was another interesting oh, subplot okay. that that wasn't like I was Dracula three thousand. Like I said, one person cared about this. So the um, the professor was in a wheelchair, and Dracula was actually trying to entice him with eternal life and like a renewed body. Yeah, and I was like, and then he was like going to willingly change and mm-hmm. i'm like that's like something there like mm-hmm. um it's a it's a plot but then but dracula heard a noise and got spooked yeah i know I'm and just then he turned was... into a vampire but was slumped in a chair and we never saw him animated they just killed yeah, him so i none of it made any sense but i'm saying like no there i were think all the actors quit or yeah. something and so they just ended it <laughs> i don't blame them i really don't blame them. okay so yeah that was the last thing i thought of last thing. uh yeah 2.1 on halloween. imdb dracula 3000 which is pretty low right. whereas jason x is 4.4 4. it's about right those are fair those are, those are yeah. fair i mean i don't know what gets worse than a two but that's pretty bad. I don't know. This is as it's close to as bad as you can get. Yep, yep. So that's it. Got. I mean, it would be the same movie just without Coolio. It's the random person. Then it would be a one. It would be worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So because the overacting Coolio does does bump it up. Yeah. You're he, like, he's what the is draw. Happening? He's the draw. But you know what, guys? That's all we got for today. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a spooky Halloween. And, and see you next year for the spooktacular round <laughs> two. Yeah, join <laughs> we us. We might do uh, something different <laughs> next year for our next spooktacular. We watch Leprechaun yeah. Four and something else. <laughs> <laughs> I think Leprechaun Four goes to space. Yeah, trolls. One of the trolls movies or something goes to space. So who knows? One of those times we'll watch something. We could find it. We'll find it. Uh, but right. uh, for now, guys, we'll see you later. Yeah. See you guys next time. Goodbye. Roger, Roger. 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 Roger, 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 Roger,